Welcome inside the Team CBK locker room for our preview of the 2021-2022 English Football League season, where we will be covering all three leagues and each of the 72 EFL clubs. Hello and welcome back inside the Team CBK locker room for a brand new podcast. The place is looking lovely, fresh like a paint over the summer, new new locker doors and I tell you what, it is looking an absolute picture already for the start of the English Football League season and that is why I'm here today because we're going to have three separate podcasts to go through the EFL leagues, League 2, League 1 and the Championship and to give a preview on every single team and to give you our idea of where those teams are going to finish from 24 all the way up to number 1. So firstly, thanks and welcome to any newcomers to our podcast who um, haven't heard us before and of course a big welcome back to all of you that did join us as we started these podcasts at the end of last season. I hope you've all had a fantastic summer and enjoyed the Euros, of course, either in the hope that football was coming home and, oh, God, it was so close. It was so close. And for those of you mentioned, my name's Jerry, that desperately hoped it wasn't coming home and you were lucky in the end. So exciting time of year. We love this time of year. It's a clean slate for loads of clubs. Obviously, there's some clubs that maybe I'm looking forward to it quite so much. We've all got the new transfers in, new players at your clubs. And again, some clubs, some fans will be thinking, oh, my God, we've not signed anyone yet. New kits are out as well, which is always fantastic to see those. Um, and of course, this year in particular, a fantastic opportunity for us to finally get back into the grounds, back to our happy places and supporting our teams, which is absolutely phenomenal. Now, this is, as I said, this is the first of three EFL preview podcasts that we're going to bring you ahead of the new season, which, of course, starts this Friday with a game in the championship and a brilliant game in the championship with Bournemouth against West Brom. Really looking forward to that one. And uh, who better, I thought, to bring us the information on all these uh, 72 Football League clubs than an EFL aficionado who will be making his CBK, you're not supposed to laugh there, CBK debut. A great summer sign-in. Um, a massive welcome to Matthew O'Regan. Welcome, Matthew. Thank you very much for having me. Looking forward to it. Absolutely, yes. Me too. Me too. So, for those of you unfamiliar uh, with Matthew, um, absolutely phenomenal work he did for us over the summer. Um, some brilliant content for the Euros. Uh, some great previews that are on our website, showing his fantastic knowledge of uh, not only across like the English. Uh, clubs but across Europe as well and found some brilliant angles as far as our betting is concerned which is great news Um, but obviously we're here for the EFL Um, and the great thing about Matthew again for those that are not sure or or unsure of him is he's bringing zero bias to this podcast because he is a fan of one of the big boys and by the big boys I do mean an EPL club one of the Premier League clubs last year's kings of XG for those that don't know that, Matthew, who do you support? Unfortunately, I support Brighton. 
Unfortunately, don't give me that. You love it. You love it. So, and and of course, you you've um you've been back in the grounds. You were there for a, a pre-season friendly at the weekend away at Luton. Yeah, it's a new experience. Me never been to Luton, so. <laughs> and you're never going to go back. No, I doubt it. No. <laughs> but good game for you, three-one. Very good. I'm promising. Yeah, I'd like to say a lot of research. I know every single friendly that's happened over the pre-season so far. So a good 3-1 win for you. So uh, nice to see that you were impressed with that. Um, a little bit of info. Your favourite player, Brighton player? Got to be Lewis Dunk. Got to be. I don't know you're going to say that. <laughs> yeah, Got you love him, don't you? <laughs> Impressive stuff. So obviously you're not overly distraught with Ben White leaving for £50 million. No. Um, you've got it covered, haven't you? Yeah, he's a good deal for our team, so that was a very good defender yeah. for us. But we've got Webson, Dunk, who are arguably better, so it's not that much of a loss. No, nice. And uh, Webster on a new contract as well. Yeah, five years. Happy days. Very nice indeed. So another bumper fee coming for him in a couple of years. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes, isn't it? So, uh, so give us an idea. Who's the, who's the one player you think we should look out for from Brighton this season? Ahead of the Premier League, obviously, maybe not one of the biggest names in there, but someone that's just bubbling under that's going to pop their head up this season, and uh, we're going to get blown away by a player I know you quite like. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to guess you're going to go for someone European, yeah, possibly Polish. Yeah, you'll be right. There we go. Jakub Moda. Jakub Moda, indeed. Yes, we've, we've we've had some good signs of him already, so yeah. to speak. So uh, yeah, more more to come if if it's, uh, if you're you're on with that one. And uh, just to get you warmed up for your one to twenty four predictions or twenty four to one, whichever way you want to go about it. Where's Brighton's final position going to be this season? Oh, I can't tell. I think we'll be clear of relegation. I'm saying fourteenth, maybe twelfth if you get a striker. Yeah, yeah, the infamous striker. So get that sorted, and I think you're top ten. But oh, yeah. I had you pinned about 14. I think, yeah, yeah, very safe. I don't think you're even going to be not even going to flirt with us in the relegation zone this season. <laughs> right, enough of that Premier League rubbish. Let's get on with the real football from England. Let's get started with the League Two. So we're going to do League Two today, separate podcast, so they're not all going to be running in together. So to give it some decent, decent time per club, and we're going to run from the bottom to the top. So the horrible task starts this podcast off of who will be the two sides that are going to lose their league status come May next year. Um, nasty. So we're going to get started with that. Just to let everyone know what's going to happen is that Matthew's going to run through that. I'm not going to be saying too much. You'll be pleased to know. It's all going to be on him as far as those concerned. I'll throw in a few odds and the odd comment here and there. And I'll probably let you know who I think, just so we can compare who I think might be in trouble going down, who will get in the playoffs, and certainly who'll be looking to get promoted. So without further ado, let's crack on, mate. And uh, let's start with that horrible, horrible position 72nd in the Football League, uh, EFL, 92nd, obviously, in the in the full English pyramid and therefore getting relegated next season uh, into the oh, this season into the into the nation and um, National League. Who you got in 24th? Unfortunately, I've got Hartlepool. The monkey hangers. Yeah, no team. Sorry, Jeff. Been, no team <laughs> ever been promoted. That's been promoted from the conference. Been relegated straight away since they've introduced uh Two up and two down, but I think they're gonna break number one at record. I think they're gonna buck that trend. 
Yeah, it's just, it's just, uh, they won the playoffs in June, I think it was, but haven't had much time to prepare. They had, right. uh, Reese Oates and Armstrong got a lot of goals for them last year, but neither of them are here anymore. They've lost Catton, uh, who's only on loan, and Ryan Johnson in defence. Callan has not got much football league experience. Great manager in non league, but who knows what he's going to do in football league. Yeah, so haven't yeah. had much time to prepare, get the right signings in. They've got a good midfield, Shelton, Hoolan, Featherston, very good midfield. But other than that, not overly convinced by them, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think a couple of points that you made there perfectly right. Um, Challoner has gone on record, which is always a warning sign, a bit of a worry when the manager's yeah. already getting his excuses in like before the first game of the season, that he's not really having the time to prepare. We haven't got the players in place, or they haven't got the players in place. Um, I think it was about 50 days between the first game of the season and, and like the, um, the the last one for them. And as uh, you said, they've, they've kind of lost a few players and not really added to it. Um, so looking at the odds on that, they're, they're 41.0 uh, to win League Two, which I think we probably can rule out. 13.0 to be promoted at a, a 6.5. They're not favourites, but a 6.5. So it's quite a tasty little price, to be fair, mm-hmm. to be relegated um, straight back down. As you rightly say, your first stat of the day, ting, we'll mark that one up. <laughs> No team has been relegated in their first season after being promoted from the National League since the two-up, two-down situation. So we'll see if they do back that trend or or um, or they, they carry it on. Yeah. And uh, who you got next in 23rd? Swindon. Oh, Swindon. They've just, yeah, it's just, it's, they've just, they're a mess off the pitch. Well, not anymore. <laughs> they were, unfortunately, but luckily power's gone. Got new yeah. German news, ambitious. But it's just their squad is so small at the moment, they're just going to have to start from scratch. Yeah. Uh, I must admit, Lee Power, I was at I was at Norwich City when Lee Power was there and he was off his head then. Yeah. So when, I, when he came about to be owning football clubs, I was thinking, wow, that's absolutely miles away from what I expected. Never expected that. And unfortunately, it seems that kind of it's come home to roost a little bit and uh is it too late for the for the takeover uh, as i said they were in disarray a matter of days ago weren't they yeah they've only signed one player well at the time of recording one player ben yeah. Gladwin, great player for his level if he replicates how he was last spell at swindon they'll be in good hands but other than that they've released 17 players so much uncertainty some bookmakers weren't even offering odds on their relegation for a while yeah, they've kept Conroy, Odeneo, Grant, all all great players at this level. Got a young striker I like with Harry Parsons, signed a new contract, so it could be a big season for him. But yeah, the squad is too small. It's gonna even if they they'll probably sign some good players because chairman's ambitious. I think. Yeah, Swindon a big club at this level. They'll want to join them, but I just think it'll take too long to gel. That they won't get a full squad in by till like the last day of the window. Then they'll have got gel. Yeah, it might be too little, too late. I think. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, basically, for me, uh, the odds on that: Swindon thirty-four point zero to win the title, eight point zero to get promoted, and five point zero with Bet three six five. As you say, not everyone's pricing them up to go down because they thought it was a bit of a foregone conclusion. So potentially that five point zero is still, I know it's a long way off, um, you know, with an anti-post bet, but it, it could potentially look a little bit big. 
I've actually got them to survive myself. Really? By the, probably by the skin and teeth. And purely and simply because I think there's two or three other clubs that are going to be in disarray and struggling yeah, as well. There are a few down there. It's, it's always the case, though. Like, last year, teams like Oldham and Scumport were in disarray, but they stayed up because Southend and Grimsby had it worked. Yeah, so. exactly. So I think they might be lucky enough. Yeah. And I think January is going to be the key time. And I think yeah. they're going to get a couple of players in, have a chance to gel, whether the manager survives that long or not i'm not, I'm not sure no and i think he might go and they bring someone else yeah. once the manager knows that it's a little bit more of a settled ship swindon's a massive club to like have you know have the opportunity to uh, you know to drop out of the league but if you're in that kind of level uh, a league two manager then they could become a very very attractive proposition for someone if they're still within touch come January because I think there'll be a bit of cash thrown at it then. Definitely. We've still got, what, four weeks left of the window. I think they can still do a bit of business and I say I think there's enough bad teams down there yeah. that they're going to be, even even with the situation at the minute, I think they're going to be kind of close enough to potentially, as long as they put something decent together in the new year, kind of get out of it. But we'll see. But I, I 100% get why you got them down there and um, I say I, I it's just a gut and a bit of a hunch why why I've probably gone with someone else. But Hartlepool, your first one, I'm I'm with you on that. So from 19th, I think from about 19th to 24th, yeah, it's going to be very tight. I think you're right. All right. So talking of which, who you got in 22nd? Oldham. Oldham, okay. Yeah, it's just like last season. Another big it, club. It was like yeah, another yeah. But it was like watching basketball games with them last season. <laughs> yeah. so they scored 72 and conceded 81. Crazy. And they were a joy to bet on. <laughs> yeah. Both teams score ones. And... No. They're, they're no. Unpredictable under Kuehl, but then Curl came in, sort of steadied it a bit. He won four of the 14 games, but he's, everyone knows he's very good appointment at this level. Curl. Yep. He'll, he'll get the best out of them, but they've lost their top scorer. Mc, Mc, I can't pronounce it. McClarney. Yeah, McClarney. To Salford. <laughs> and they've managed to keep Dunning. I think one of the best players in the league, Bahambula, was crucial. Yes. Signed a couple of good centre-back defenders in McGay and Park. But again, it's just a thin squad. They're lacking in areas. So, But I think they'll just have enough to stay up because of Bahambula. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's worth keeping Dylan Bahambula just for the fact of the songs that you can sing to his name. Yeah. But I think arguably, probably... Certainly up in the, one of the best players in the league last season. So, um, yeah, great for them to keep him at this moment in time. So, yeah, as of the recording, they've still got him. So, um, and you're right, again, Kuehl, another one of the managers, you think it's just not going to work. He's been around like the Crawleys and, uh, and it's just not worked for him. And Curl, again, a solid league two manager. I think you're right, probably have enough about him to keep them up. Absolutely. 41.0 to win the title, 9.0 to be promoted, and 7.0 to get relegated. On to 21st. The team, most local team to Brighton in Football League, Crawley. And how was your relationship with Crawley? Nothing against them. They're just, just there, like. <laughs> just there. No, like they, they've always been that lower league growing up. They're just. Yeah, progress through the ranks. I've never really thought of them. Obviously, they're not rivals at all. We never really thought of them that way. Yeah, always have friends there. I think clubs get on quite well. Yeah, yeah. They, they it's one of those other youth players. Yeah, good relationship. Yeah, yeah. they got uh, Jens in charge. He did well last season, but I don't know if you saw any of his interviews. He's a lot of them went viral just because of 
which is grumpy. <laughs> and I think that might actually come back to bite him next year because I think they're going to start slow because I'm not because they haven't replaced Waters yet that who they got rid of last year. Yeah, and I just think they I don't know the team just lacks pace, flair. The recruitment hasn't been anything special. They've got a few solid players like Dallison, Davis, Craig, Frank Root, Frank Coon, but they just haven't invested enough, I don't think, because they don't have the resources. And I think the M's will just, the frustration will grow with it. And I think it'll go beyond boiling point. I see him walking or something yeah. happening. I've just got just a gut feeling, really. <laughs> it could erupt. Yeah, I did see a couple of his interviews and they were, they were um, quality. I think he's a, he was like an ops manager or something like that at Bournemouth, wasn't he? Yeah. Where he came from, something like that. But um, yeah, an interesting one. So, uh, yeah, possibly one of those ones they'll need to keep the results ticking over to keep the to keep the again the the, the ship steady on that one. So sixty seven our, our longest odds, sixty seven to win the title, thirteen point zero for promotion, and six point five to be relegated, which brings us to twentieth. Gone for another team with uncertainty off the pitch as well. Yes, it's a common theme, isn't it? Down the bottom, yeah. especially at this moment in time with COVID that we've had and, and the, the revenue, it's getting more and more important and these clubs are hanging on for the dear life, aren't they? Yeah, they, they've, they've scraped it the last two years. Came 20th and 22nd. Cox did a very good job last year to keep them up. Yeah. But I don't know, just, I think they're, well, obviously there's always going to be teams worse than you to stay up, but it's, it's like, yeah, there's always... They're just lucky they're going to be, like I said, um, Swindon and Hartlepool worse than them because I think they already struggle. They've lost yeah. Easter and Gilead to Bradford, who were big for them last year. Harry Bunn's come in, got big shoes to fill. He was all right in the Championship for Huddersfield, but come from York now. They've got uh, O'Neill in from Burrow. He's a player with big potential, but just hasn't pushed on. So it's a big year for him. Yeah. And he'll be with Ryan Loft up front. And he Loft was great last season. So. He's going to need to carry them this year. Yeah, no, absolutely right. Yeah, definitely. Um, actually, I think they, they said they were kind of willing the season to end and hanging on in there towards towards the end of the season, wasn't it? So, um, and so they did, did well enough to, to survive. Um, price on them this year, 67.0 for the title, 15.0 to be promoted and 6.0 to be relegated. And they are actually my second choice to go down with Hartlepool uh, oh, yeah. for me. So Hartlepool and yeah. Scunthorpe for me, and Hartlepool and Swindon for you. So um, that's where we have with the with the drop zone. Um, this workout who's going to kind of be mid table safety as such. Who you got in nineteenth? Another team with issues off the pitch. Rochdale. <laughs> Another one. Yeah. These are like I think from Rochdale to Hartlepool, any of them can go down. But I think this is yeah. I think Rochdale have enough about them. Just they've got O'Connell, Kean, Morley, Rathbone, even though Morley and Rathbone look like they're moving on. They're pretty, like they're proper good players this level. But just not a lot of quality outside there. And they sold Lund to Salford, Humphreys to uh, Wigan, Barr to Watford. Only addition so far has been Sam Graham from Sheffield United. He's injury prone, he's good talent but hasn't really kicked on either. I think mm-hmm. you know, they they could do they could do a South End like just back-to-back relegations because the moral is going to be so low around the clubs. Yeah. It's just not well, got a good feel to the team at the moment. Absolutely. And they lost the head coach as well, haven't they? Um, Brian Barry Murphy, who's uh, City, hasn't he? gone to Man City under 23s. Yeah. Robbie Stockdale's come in um, as his replacement. So, um, that guy legend, 
Uh, here we are, yeah. And uh, I think it's his, it's his first full-time job, yeah. I think. Yeah, um, 3,000 charges bundled in like temporary, I think. Right. <laughs> so he's never had a family, though, yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Could be one of those that it, it just works out, or as you say, it could well be one of those where the uh, sort of kind of the uneasiness off the pitch spills onto it, and it's uh, it's it's not a good recipe. So we'll I will see. Eighteenth, uh, Sutton, but I think they'll be clear a lot clearer of nineteenth than like the gap between Rochdale and Sutton is bigger than the gap between Rochdale and Hartlepool. I think. Yeah, so Sutton they're just first ever time in the football league. And like I said, obviously the trend might butt with Huddersfield, but no team's been relegated. They won the league quite comfortably in the end. Mm. And that's a really competitive league, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's not like, a, you know, <laughs> where you're going to have one team just completely street clear because they're head and shoulders of everyone else. It's now very competitive. And we're going to see that again this year. I've seen you know, some of the signings that these clubs like Wrexham and uh, Stockport are making. It's, it's a big, it's a big league, a uh, competitive well, league. Yeah. yeah, absolutely right. So, uh, you know, great to see Sutton in, in, you know, obviously kind of back in the, or Sutton in the league, obviously got a lot of history uh, with the English game down the years, knocking Coventry out of the FA Cup in 1989. Obviously it's gone down in folklore, long time before you were born. Yeah, <laughs> Um, which I just realised as I was saying I should have just left that one in my head I think no, I, I recall that though love. you watched the videos of it yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's right so look this is obviously really tough and lots of people get quite emotional about going my team down there what and it is but it's tight in it as you yeah. say you could probably juggle 10 positions now and, and they could all fit in um, one one or the other and we see it during the season when a win takes you up four or five places and uh, even towards the end of the season. So um, don't take it personally. We'd love to hear some no. comments from you guys, as far as like what your one to 24 looks like or where your team's going to fare. So look out for that when this is uh, out and released and uh, it'd be great to hear some, uh, some of your, your comments on what we're, we're talking about and what you think is going to happen. But uh, Sutton, you think going to basically going to survive quite comfortably and uh, yeah, if things really go well, they could push a little further up. Yeah, they've kept the core of the squad that won the league, obviously. They were very tough to beat last year, gritty. And they've um, added in Baldwin and Corboa, who gets goals at non-league, adds flair. Got David Ajibowi, who's at Brighton for a bit. He's a good talent on the wing. Got Eastman and Beautyman in midfield. Very solid in midfield. Got new Richie Bennett who's come in. He can get goals. Bugle, get goals. But the only loss would be they have to rip up their 4D pitch. Yeah, which is yeah. very big for the community. Like a lot of good source of income, the community would all play on. But it didn't. It affected Harrogate a bit last year. I think it'll affect them a bit, but not enough to go down. Mm, yeah, that is the big thing, isn't it? You know, you've got these clubs that obviously are the heartbeat of the community, and uh, and like I said, with with that, it's unheard of as you go higher up the pyramid. But uh, even at that same um, sort of national league level, you've got like say the community using that pitch, and yeah. uh, I say it's all it's you know is is the heartbeat of it, and uh, unfortunately that can't happen in the in the EFL, so it's had to go, uh, which is a shame. But um, yeah, we'll we'll see how they get on. They are actually favourites for relegation. At 4.5, yeah, so that 4.5, which is strange, as you say, yeah. won the league last season uh, in the in the tier below, but um, and they kept most of their side together, so it's interesting to see that the bookies are made them 4.5 favourites. We don't agree with that, so uh, over Hartlepool, they finished above Hartlepool, exactly. Last year. 
and Hardy Boyle yeah. he plays. But yeah, it is an interesting one. And the eighty-one, if you do fancy something to catch fire in in League Two, which does happen with the uh, yeah. with the promoted clubs, eighty-one point zero to win the title and seventeen point zero for promotion. I don't think I told you the Rochdale odds. They're twenty-six actually, so the lowest we've seen so far to uh, win the title. Six point five to get promoted, and they're quite chunky. 13.0, yeah, to be relegated. And I did see a very interesting stat today trotted out that in each of the last eight completed League Two seasons, so the completed League Two seasons, a team priced up at 10 to 1 or higher has been relegated. Um, so uh, they would fit that criteria. So uh, interesting. Yeah, might be worth a little tickle, even though we haven't got them in the bottom two. But uh, as we said, it's going to be very tight down there. So it could well be uh, an interesting one. OK, so that's Saturn. On to 17th. Barrow. Barrow? Yeah, they were like, it's a bit of a turbulent season last season. It was finished 21st. But Everett leaving for Bolton is always going to be a bit unpredictable. But yeah, and they've lost their top goal scorer from last year. Quigley got 35 and 78 for them. <laughs> yeah, insane. He wanted to move closer to home, so he's moved to Stockport, which is yeah. Again, Barrow, isn't it? <laughs> it's a it's a huge um it's a huge sign for Stockport, but um yeah yeah and it's gonna be a massive for their you know next season considering what he's done for Barrow. Yeah, and they've got they've got Cooper in, who's a bit like Marmite really. You either love him or hate him. Yeah. And yeah, he's he's got enough. I don't think it was a right decision to leave Forest Green, but I think it's a decent appointment for. Barrow, they've got a few nice signings in Zanzala from Carlisle, Gordon from Walsall, Joe Grayson, son of Simon Grayson, versatile midfielder defender. Yeah, it's just their signings are like very positive. They're signing young, promising players. Yeah. Instead of like journeymen and that, which is a good sign for a club trying to progress. So yeah, they'll be very comfortable this year. It's a, a little bit of a risk, but I think it's a <laughs> it's easy to say a, a risk worth taking because if it works off, not only have you got the sell on aspects of it but you've got some I'd say some foundations to build on for the seasons ahead it's kind of a bit of a statement of intent to say well we're actually building this side rather than looking to survive by bringing in some say 34 year old journeyman as you rightly say yeah. that might get you the job done for this season but then where do you go next season you're back to square one and Evans is trying to replace as well so uh yeah some good signings there and I'd say um Cooper has been with what Swindon Forest Green um so he's got some, um, yeah, he's got some experience on his side. So, uh, as I say, a Marmite manager, but um, yeah. not always a bad thing. Prices on Barrow: sixty-seven point zero to win the title, thirteen point zero to be promoted, and six point zero for relegation. Sixteenth, Northampton, another team relegated to League One. Yes. So yeah, you've 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 not got your your you so say your relegated sides uh, mm. flying too high. They're just a bit. They've just been a bit of a yo-yo team last few years, really. They have. And yeah, they got rid of Curl in January. Appointed John Brady, who won five out of twenty games. So it's hard to tell, really, because he's coming into a team that's not his. You can't really judge him off that, but yeah. And but he's assisted by uh, someone you'll be familiar with as well. Do you know who it is? He used to be assistant at Norwich, I think. Yes. Yes, Colin Calderwood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he's not he's not held in greatest folklore to be honest. Because no, he's not. No, he's he was a, a time of the club which wasn't fondly remembered, shall we say? Yeah. He's very he's, he's fondly remembered here because 
under shooting him with the promotion. But yeah, so yeah, he's, he's good. He's a good assistant manager for this level as well. Yeah, yeah. Again, I think he he was knocking around there, and then Chris Hewton did bring him in, and yeah. uh, and there was a few not overly positive words that were said yeah. at the time, and um, yeah, and then I think it was it, it was a bit bit toxic towards the end of that that management reign. So um, yeah, he's he's not one that I think is overly fondly thought of down in Norfolk. Um, yeah, obviously, but obviously, as we know, Hewton prides himself in defensive work, so Calderwood, yeah, very. Obviously, will probably be good defensive coach. They conceded 67 last season, but they've brought in uh, John Guthrie and Sid Nelson. It's very solid centre back partnership at this level. Dan Koytai, I've probably butchered that again, sorry. Bristol <laughs> Rovers, Paul yeah. Lewis from Tranmere midfield, Kabam- God, I get- <laughs> Kambamba. Kabamba? Kil- yeah, from Kilmarnock, and Pinnock from Kilmarnock, Conley from St Mirren. And then very, they've made very good signings. Jordan Flores on loan from Hull. He, he could score and ridiculous like goals, but fitness might be an issue. Yeah. So they've got good youth in Scott Pollock, McWilliams, and Chuka Wemma, who's wanted by half of Europe. Club links <coughs> have been linked, I think. And met, really? Like, some, a lot of Prem teams in Europe that want him. Could be a very big year for him. It could be a great yeah. year. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Absolutely right. They've, they've got enough to... They have. They've got. That's very interesting. If it, again, it's a, one of those signs. I think if it, it fires, then they could surprise. Yeah. If people, and, and look, being funny, they've been relegated from from the league above, so they should should have their eyes set on that top six. So, uh, as you say, with um, probably some defensive solidity in there. Absolutely, I think the names you mentioned there would probably come in the no nonsense bracket, um, yeah. and some exciting youngsters. Uh, say going going forward. So, uh, yeah, could be interesting times for them. Table is going to push is that that's it's so tight between them all. Anyone, can yeah, play. it is, and we've seen it and obviously saw it last year. I know Morecambe were flagged up last year, it's ridiculous. No such odds this year. Notice that there's no 200 to one shots yeah. in, in this league this year. Um, but they are, yeah, they are. I think they got sung a little bit uh, <clears throat> that last year, but um, yeah, and I saw like Pinnock, uh, um, Kilmarnock, obviously, our good friend Jerry is a Kilmarnock fan, so we did keep one eye on, on Kilmarnock last season. Especially towards the end in their unsuccessful relegation battle. Sorry, Jerry. Um, but Pinnock was one of those ones that um, seemed to impress towards the end of that campaign. So, you know, an in, a, a chance in League Two is uh, is very interesting. It'll be interesting how he gets on. So, but they're priced up relatively short to win the title 21.0 to win a title, just 5.0 to get promoted, and 15.0 to suffer back to back relegations, which I think we agree they've probably got too much in them to, yeah. to, to worry about that. 15th. This is another side, I think. Like, when I when I started writing about them, I was like, I'll have them near the playoffs. And then I did it and I'll have them 15. <laughs> it's Stevenage. Stevenage, yeah. They're just like, I think they're, you'll, you'll probably tell it later anyway, but I think they're one of the favourites for relegation this year. But I just don't mm. understand it. Yeah, they're 7.0. I might as well tell you now. 7.0 for relegation. So the same odds as Oldham um, yeah, and obviously less odds. It. Yeah. yeah. They, they, so. they started last season really poorly because they, they weren't sure what league they were going to be in. But if you take into account from November to May, they'd finish third. So like, they finished the season superbly and they got their third best defensive record in the league. They've kept that defence. Got a solid midfield with Jake Reed, Jake Taylor. Elliot Lines, Osborne, but it's just goal scoring is going to be the issue. 
I was going to say, so you, you, you've sold me the dream there. I've looked at the odds <laughs> to, to, to win the title was 67.0 and a 17.0 to get promoted. And and they were sounding, I was I had nearly had my money out of my pocket, which does take some some doing. And but you've you've said it there. So the reason you've got them lower down is 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 that goal scoring issue. Yeah, they're gonna rely on lift who got eleven goals last season. And another signing I think's gone under the radar, James Daly, coming from Bristol Rovers. He he didn't do too well last year because he wouldn't give them any opportunities. But yeah, just from like looking at Twitter, like fans' reaction, I think a few of them really liked him and he played. He's very good at Palace. He's a very quick player, very well thought of. So I think if, if they get him in the side, he could provide a few goals and could push them higher up the league with Lyft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, interesting. Again, we're, we're probably going to say it a lot, but one of those that possibly mid-table, but the right run of results and the right right kind of early season momentum could well see them kick on up towards those playoffs. So, uh, been through the odds, but just to recap, Stevenage, 67.0 for the title, 17.0 for promotion, and 7.0 to get relegated. Who you got in 14th? Ipswich Reserves. <laughs> oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, interesting recruitment. <laughs> oh, yeah, go on. Interesting. It would be funny if they actually won the league to be honest with you but uh enough of my bias let's talk about colchester united and their interest in recruitment policy yeah they signed four players i think from ipswich this time they already had two in gherkin and smith they've signed Colskis, chambers freddie sears and alice judge from ipswich and they judge have. had the potential to be this year's Hulahan, i think that Houlihan... Oh, <coughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Now you've overstepped the mark. Not as good. Now <laughs> you've overstepped the mark. He could have the same effect. Like, he was very close to Prem New when he was at Brentford, but he had a really yeah. bad injury. He yeah. hasn't kicked on, but he's looked good in pre-season. And when, I think, if they get him fit, I think he will, he could push him up the league as well. Freddie Sears was a very good goal scorer for them before joining Ipswich, but he's sort of fallen off. So if they can... Older players can rediscover the form. They could be one to watch yeah. out for as well. At League Two level, Freddie Sears could could most definitely do a job. That is for sure. Um, I, do you know what? I was going to try and impress by knowing how old Alan Judge was. I was going to ask you my ignorance. I don't actually know how Alan how old Alan Judge is. Thirty two, so yeah, still, still yeah, not not you know he's obviously over the thirty mark, but he's no. No, like um, last chance saloon guy, is he? And and as you rightly say, he was knocking on the door of some some decent moves uh, when he was at Brentford. So um, League Two, thirty two. You're right. He could be somewhere close to being the Wes Houlihan of this league's this season's League Two. Close, maybe. Not as good. No one near as good. No, no one near as good. No. What a legend. So yeah, so interested from from Colchester. Absolutely, they've uh, they've gone and, gone and literally picked up uh, a, a busload of players from Ipswich Town and they've um, chucked them out the back door. Yeah. All older ones as well, like all experienced. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see because I know that the atmosphere, obviously being relatively local to it, was was. I used the word toxic earlier. It was very toxic down the road there um, with those players. And for probably the last 15 games of the season, the fans, if you went on Ipswich Town's Twitter, which obviously I don't do, but if you did, you would have seen the fans were baying for blood. These lot need to go, clear them out, so on and so forth. So um, 
obviously it's a league lower, so yeah. it could well work out for them in that, at that lower level. Um, so interesting to see, but obviously they all know each other, so gelling's not going to be much of a problem when half the team. To move far either. It's not like they've moved. No, I um, think it's about it's nineteen different. miles from Ipswich to Colchester, yeah, and um, well, yeah. So they're not settling in. So yeah, I, I get what, what they've done there. But uh, uh, odds forty one point zero to win the title, nine point zero to get promoted, and twelve point zero to get relegated. That brings us to thirteenth. Probably this will surprise a few. I think they're one of the bloody favourites for promotion. I got who is it? Bristol Rovers. Yeah. So a, another team that 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 dropped last season. Yeah. Uh, Seem like I hate all these teams, but I don't. <laughs> it's just the Barton thing. Like whether he's good or not, they're still like we, we don't know. But there's still the controversy around it. Like, yeah, we don't, don't need that. Managing them, they just yeah, and they've made good signings. They've signed Coots, Finley, and Hughes, all were captains at previous clubs. They've got Handen and Collins, who are very energetic. Will run off Pittman, like other. Uh, look at their squad, it's very good. Well, their team, it's just the depth isn't very good. And the Barton situation, their team was probably good enough at playoffs. It's just, I can't predict them coming any higher because we don't know who's managing them. We don't know what's no. going on. Again, that needs to be sorted out quickly, doesn't yeah. it? You know, we're now starting the season and um, and they're waiting for that, the ramifications of that to, 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 be, to be done with before they can move on and either obviously stick with Joey Barton. Um, or, or you know, get the the new guy in charge. So it's one of those. If you know how how they start the season, if they you know go and win the first four or five games, or have a long you know this is going on for, it's uh, it'll be an interesting setup. But uh, yeah, again, with with downward momentum and a club that is in trouble behind the scenes, that very often transfers and relates onto the onto the field as well. So I, I yeah, I don't disagree with you that they're gonna probably flatter to deceive a little bit and until they get things sorted out. Um potentially, yeah, be be more mid table than than top end. But they do have the, the tools there to, to uh perform. But we'll see what happens. As you say, the bookies have got them at thirteen point zero to win the title, three point seven five to be promoted and thirteen point zero to be relegated. So um that's interesting. Quite an you know, interesting odds there. And uh, who you got in 12th? Getting yeah. close to the playoffs now. Who you got and in 12th? Uh, it's another team like Sutton that just kept the core of their team. Harrogate. Yes. They've yeah. got uh, six players, I think, I counted, with over 200 appearances for the club. They mm. Yeah, they kept most of the team that's got them up from the Conference North. We've yeah. been there 12 years, I believe. We've turned them from non-league, like National League North strugglers to... Yeah, League Two challenges really. They've got yeah. Muldoon and Martin was a great partnership up front. They've added in Orsi from Maidenhead and Armstrong, who was at Hartlepool last year. Both combined for 34 goals in the league last year. They've got George Thompson, who will be creating for them. He's a very good, creative player. They've brought in Lewis Page in from Exeter, who's a very good left back. And Simon Power, who I think was at Norwich. He was. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he hasn't. Sort of lived up to the potential yet, but I think another player backing for a breakthrough season is him. Yeah, um, Simon Powell was linked with some top clubs in Europe, uh, mm-hmm. and I mean top elite clubs in Europe when he 
kind of had a little bit of a breakthrough season. We got him, and he, and he just never really, never, never happened for him at all. So he's one of those players that you you are just waiting for it to to click somewhere, and you can see him having an amazing season, and and then potentially you know kind of stepping stones his way back up the pyramid. But um, it'd be great for him. Like I say, he was very very well thought of. Um, and uh, there's a few few eyes being cast on him, so um, very very quick, um, which is always a good asset to have. And uh, as you say, very very settled Harrogate, aren't they? Very settled, and uh, at the start of last season certainly were were really impressive, and, uh, and and did more than enough to to kind of comfortably stay up. So um, hopefully, I think yeah, if they can kick on. Um, you've got them round twelve, so um, yeah, that's. Uh, you know, solid. Uh, and again, we'll no doubt if they're in that sort of position, we'll be in touch and distance of the playoffs. Um, 34.0 to win the title, 8.5 for promotion. Um, quite low, 8.0 for relegation. Don't fancy that myself. No, they're not given that generous odds for the title. As you said, Walker thing must have scared them. Like, a, lot of these, <laughs> a lot lower than I would have thought in those odds of winning the league. And yeah. Yeah, and they're probably only going to get lower as we yeah. <laughs> as you rattle off these final clubs. So who you got in eleven? Just outside another, the top ten. Another surprise up with the Rovers, Tranmere. Tranmere, yeah. So playoff um, losers last season. Yeah, and they've got Mellon back now. He's been there. He's got back to back promotions with them when they were in the National League. Yeah, uh, but they've lost James Horn, retired, scored eighteen goals last season. Yeah, they brought in a uh, Paul Blacksall. Liverpool striker just unproven on loan so don't know if they'll if he'll score the goals they've signed Liam Feeney permanently who's really good there on loan also signed uh, Ryan Watson who scored, can score a lot of goals from midfield Chris Merry from Wigan another player under the radar very good midfielder and they signed Sam Foley from Motherwell 34 year old brings a lot of experience yeah but it's just they just lack pace and defence as well. Knight, Percival, Clark, Davis, all very good defenders, just not quick. Mm-hmm. But hopefully yeah. that the wing-backs, Maguire and Dasray Cogley can provide pace and also signed uh, Callum at Manimum, who's yeah. fantastic pick up to that level. So, interesting yeah. team, but I don't think they have enough to push on the players. Callum at Manimum, best remembered for being man of the match for Wigan in the 2013 FA Cup final. And Just before you were born as well. Oh, no, not quite. Not quite. <laughs> so, yeah, is it, again, another threat at League Two level, for sure. McManaman uh, on his day. On his day. And uh, Vaughan will be missed. I had him top goal scorer um, last season. So and, and he got quite a bad injury towards the end, didn't he? Yeah, I think that might be one of the key reasons for retirement. Because I, I had him top goal scorer as well, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think he scored most of his goals in the in like the first half of the season and was out for a long period and, and came back right at the end to try and get him over the line and didn't quite look the same player and, and he has been a bit injury prone, again another ex Norwich player, but he was um has been injury prone over the years, so not a massive surprise, absolutely. But um, replacing those goals will be um, key. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Tranmere are 17.0 for the title, 4.5 to be promoted. And the same odds to win the title, which sums up League Two, I think. They are the same odds to win the title as they are to get relegated, 17.0. So uh, shows you the tightness of it. And then into the top 10. Who you got making up the top 10, first of all? Walsall, they're a team I very like, but 
yeah, they've just got 11 new signings, which would be very hard, hard to gel. And inexperienced manager, Matt Taylor, very good as well. But just, yeah, team on paper looks very good. They've got Rushworth and goal from us. Very good, very good goalie. Been linked with Barcelona in the past. Very good yeah. to see. And then in front of them, they've got uh, Monte, who's very good centre-back at this level. Was that Tramir? Mills and Stephen Ward, ex-Burnley left-back, centre-back Brighton as well. Very good pick-up at this level. Mm. Got Wilkinson in from Orient, who scored 12 last year, can cut in, get goals. Josh Labadee arrives from Newport, very good for Newport over the years. And he'll be partnering to the season for Walsall Kinsella. That's very aggressive midfield. So they'll be very hard to beat with experience in that. It, my only worry is how long will the squad take to gel. If they do, I can see them. I think they'll get playoffs if they can gel, but I think they'll start the season slowly, which will mean a comfortable Mercedes finish. Yeah, I think it's fair comment. I think when you've got that many players going into a club, I think it's fair comment just to say that they're probably just going to fall short because by the time they do gel, or the inconsistency while they're doing that, will we'll just lose enough points just to fall short. So, as you say, if they do all suddenly hit the ground running and do gel, and a lot happen, you know, a lot can be said for getting a few wins under your belt early doors to just breed that confidence with your new teammates. Um, yeah, then you then you can see them definitely hitting playoffs, etc. But um, no, I think I think it's a fair assessment to you know improvement on last year with those players in. Um, am I right in thinking they've brought um, Tottenham's under eighteen manager in? Yeah, Matt Taylor, very good at yes. under eighteen. And he's so that, playing good football in pre-season. Like he's playing very good possession football, but they've also got the ability to switch it up, which yeah, which I think is crucial, at the, certainly at the lower levels. Um, but it's interesting to see if he can pull a few strings. He's obviously well-versed in not only Tottenham's younger players, but coming up against other Premier League under-18 kind of sides. We'll know there's some decent players out there if they can handle the cut and thrust of League 2. But... Uh, Interesting one to keep an eye on there because I think they could be uh, one of those teams which is, uh, uh, as you say, could be there or thereabouts if it all works for them. They're 29.0 to win the title, 6.5 for promotion and 10.0 for relegation. Again, very, very tight odds there. (laughs) Yeah, you are. You are. They are tight. The bookies are tight. We know. Yeah. We try and find this angle, and it's not easy. It's not yeah. easy. Maybe ninth place will 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 light your eyes up with some odds. Who who you got there? Leighton Orient. Leighton Orient. Yeah. But even though they got Kenny Jacket, then I like again. It's been a key issue throughout the podcast, but I just can't see them getting gold. <laughs> yeah, I I watched Kenny Jacket last night on a Zoom call. Believe it or not. And they did identify the fact that the, the, that's the one area they've got to try and get round scoring goals. So you're right. Kenny, they, Kenny they backs that Johnson. up. They lost, yeah, top, they've lost their top scorer in Danny Johnson. To yeah. Lost Brophy, Wilkinson, Brophy, sorry. And then they've lost three. Ripped up the squad a bit to mould it to his own. And some of the players brought in have been very good. Darren Prattley, who's well-known. In the, yeah. in the football league, 36 brings commitment, experience in that. He'll be a key mentor for young midfielders. Connor Wood, who's a very good left-back from Bradford, brought in Smythe from QPR. He's had a few League One loans, hasn't really worked for him, so he's decided to drop down. He'll be very good with uh, Dan Kemp, creating chances. And they've got a couple of good youngsters as well to keep an eye on. But 
I just think the direct football might hold them back because they'll play to probably six foot five. Harry, uh, yeah, you've got Smith up front, six foot five. Yeah. And I don't think you can get enough goals. So I just can't. If they, if they play, they could play good football with good youngsters in behind. But I just can't, I think Jack is going to be too stubborn with his long ball. And I think that will mm. hold them back. That's his style. I think he's he's a good appointment as far as that you know he was he was what League One and knocking on the door with Portsmouth um, for two or three years and, and he's not the kind of manager that will go somewhere and last a year or two. He's normally he's normally there three or four years, isn't he? And kind of gets them going and then sort of stalls a little bit. So if he can get them going, I'm sure they'll obviously take that. Um, so it was interesting just listening to them talking yesterday about it. Uh, I was just looking for some information on on someone else, but uh, uh, watched watched that and. Um, yeah, it seems it seems positive, but uh, again, from him dropping down there, he's obviously got a feeling. You know, his words were that they're a, a club on the upward curve, and he's catching them at the right time to then you know take that take that further. Um, goal scoring, you mentioned they've obviously been linked with Tyrese Omatoy from from Norwich. Um, he's he's got lots of potential. He he scored a hat trick in the. Um, like the EFL trophy or whatever it was called, Papa John's thing last season, which caught his, caught the attention. Um, and he made, I think, four appearances in the championship last season, but normally off the bench, just kind of running the clock down stints. But well thought of by uh, by the club. Um, was on loan at Swindon uh, last season, but didn't really have any game time there. Um, and I think that was probably a, a step too far. I think a League Two club would be right for him at this moment in time and he's got pace he's got power so he kind of fits the jacket mold not target man but would be able to run off that runs the channels works hard and he can score he's a goal scorer so uh, at, at youth level so whether we can bring that into say league two would be an interesting one he's been on trial with them for about a week um his last day on trial is today they have got a, a late or in 11 game today so whether you're featuring that as a kind of final test or not um but he's up for loan so he's um he'll go somewhere on loan for the season and if Leighton Orient need that kind of player then he'd probably be an asset if he, but, yeah, um, if he, if he lives up to his potential then they're another side that push higher yeah and I've got them finishing second in my uh, one to 24 so <laughs> Yeah, so a little bit of difference, but they're 17.0 to win the title. They're 4.5 to get promoted, and again, 17.0 to get relegated. Familiar theme there, yeah. Isn't it? So, uh, yeah, there we go. We'll see. So, you've got them falling just short. I've got them making the top three. We'll see what happens. Who you got just missing out on the playoffs? Carlisle. Carlisle? Yeah, I've seen a few people predict, like, predict them lower because they sort of dropped off last year, but They've they they start the season really well. They're top in January, I think. It's just they had a really bad COVID outbreak in their squad, so ten games got postponed in forty six days, and just uh, Beach really liked pressing aggressive football, and obviously they couldn't play that with the fixture congestion, so it sort of just faded out. But yeah, they've had the summer break. The preseason's looking good. They signed uh, Zach Clough. He's very okay. good. He's good enough to drag them to the playoffs. Been linking up really well with Christian Abraham. And um, they've a new new signing that was not talked about. He's uh, he's emerged as a big talent this with uh, this preseason. It's Mapala from Everton. He scored right, okay. a few good goals, and I think he'll be up there for top scorers this year. Interesting. They've also got Callum Guy, who got 14 assists last year. They've got Joe Riley at fullback, who's very creative. And yeah, as you're probably aware, they can get goals from set pieces. 
Hayden got five from set pieces. But yeah, so they're they're dangerous from set pieces. Got good attacking yeah. quality, creativity. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just think just think they just pull short, but they're still yeah. challenge. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, um, so I know. Yeah, they did. They did suffer as a result of COVID last season. Zach Clough again, one of those players that was was knocking on the door. He was very, very like very well thought of um, a few years ago. So again, can most definitely perform very well at this level. And um, again, it's one of those that uh, that they're 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 about. So we'll see what happens. They're nineteen point zero to win the title. They're five point zero to get promoted, and they're fifteen point zero for relegation. Yeah, nice definitely. Yeah, close, isn't it? On to the playoffs. Yeah. Who you got? Newport County finishing seventh. Okay, more playoffs for them. They'll look forward to that. <laughs> yeah, no, like, hopefully, well, hopefully for them, it's not heartbreak like this year. Because I think that it was unfair, like, unfair loss this year, I think. Yeah, yeah, I watched that game. And, yeah, um, yeah it was, uh, it was, it was very nil-nil. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, a few key decisions went against them and just, yeah, yeah they did day. But yeah they got Lynn's a great manager like he masterminded the great kick 2017 he yeah. sort of changed like he started off like long ball like physical to sort of to set the tone really but and that's sort of the tag they're like left with yeah but they actually play very good like passing football Omri and Arteta are a big fan of him as well because he did the coaching course for them that's a good sign yeah but, yeah they're very, very hard to beat, aren't they? Yeah, because they they got Haynes, Dimitri, Bennett in defence, but they've lost two key players in Sheehan and Labadee in midfield, which will be hard. They've got in Masulu from Swindon, uh, Ed Upson, Dinazaz, yeah. who was very good on own at Cheltenham last year. They got yeah, so brought in decent replacements, just whether they can click. And again, they don't have an out and out goal scorer. They've got Timmy Abraham alone, but he's sort of failed to impress anywhere. Yeah. But I just think because of how hard they are to beat and Flynn's been there well now, I think they'll, they'll scrape into playoffs, I think. Yeah. And I think another thing that, that did hinder them last season was that pitch was pitch. was like was yeah, it was like playing on a on a bog, wasn't it? So uh if um if that can stay in decent shape this season then um then that'll probably help them as well. So playoffs they, they might Take that, I don't know, but um, yeah, they, they, they have the ability to switch up because of the pitch, like if they need to, yeah, absolutely. So that's another weapon of the several, yeah. And they've got a long throw, and everyone long needs throw. a long throw, don't they? Exactly. But <laughs> 21.0 for the title, 5.5 to get promoted, and 15.0 for them to go down. So I think they'll be looking more up than down, personally. Uh, and you agree, so we'll see what happens there, but. For now, we'll put them in the playoff position. And who's going to join them? Mansfield. Okay, Mansfield. Yes, a very famous manager in charge of Mansfield. Uh, that I do know. Yeah, he got Klopp in charge. And the appointment in November is steady but unspectacular, really. Got them to 16. Yeah. They're always a team that underachieves, though. Like, ever since they've been promoted, everyone always tips them for promotion. But <laughs> just never done it. Yeah. Come, come 22nd the year before that, I think. Yeah, yeah, they're around about that. I remember I've backed them. Yeah, I've backed them, and I've also backed uh, for top goal scorer a bit as well. Um, and they flat to deceive. I think that's what I would, have, what I would have said, and you've said very much the same sort of thing. So, will be interesting to see if if Nigel Clough can bring out his best 
which on the on his day is is he's shown that he can can be a great manager. He's got some fantastic results at Burton when he was there. Yeah. Whether do you think he can do it? Well, obviously you do. You've got him in six, so that's a massive improvement, a huge improvement over the last couple of seasons. Yeah, he's got. He's it's just. I, I keep talking about the goals is so important. He signed Johnson from Lake Norwich. Yeah, and they've got Plan B and Ollie Hawkins. He's a big target man. He can to, to switch it up. And midfield, they've got some very nice options in midfield in Quinn, Lapsal, Clark, Maris. So it's just they're well stoked in midfield and attack. And I think Klopp always has his team set up soundly, like defensively. So it'll be hard to beat. And they've got talented midfield and a goal scorer. So can't go too far wrong with that. Yeah. And um, a couple of decent loan signings in as well, haven't they? So, uh, yeah. you know, it's. Um... Yeah, could be an interesting one. So you've got them up there. So I think you're right. I think it's. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm, I'm reluctant to say it because I've been burnt a couple of seasons now running, but they've got everything in in like on paper. They've got everything there to, to challenge. Whether they can transfer that to the to turf, we will see. But they're thirteen point zero to win the title, four point zero for promotion, and twenty six point zero to get relegated. So the bookies obviously. Don't fancy them to get in any trouble. And the looks... highest odds so far, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. It is. Yeah, and thirteen. Um, they're yeah, with same with Bristol Rovers winning it, so they're one of the favourites for sure. Who you got in fifth? Port Vale. I've got in fifth. Port Vale, another side that are back to win over the last couple of seasons. They let me down. <laughs> yeah, they. I won't hold it against them. They were, they were thirteenth last year. They they were. 18th when Clark arrived in February, he won six on the back. He, he took eight games to win his first game, and then after that, won six on the bounce. Got nominated for manager of the month, but at the end of the season, he said, couldn't wait to get rid of all the dead wood. And <laughs> done that, he got rid of 15 players. Wow, yeah. But yeah, he's got uh, Flickcroft working as his director of football. He's a very knowledgeable guy at this level. Yeah. Uh, Condon, he was fair season last year, found a new four-year deal. And then the field looked very strong. We've got Ben Garrity come in after a good loan spell at Oldham. Walker provides running power and goal threat. They've got Tom Pett, who's, again, very energetic, would run through brick walls. And then, yeah, up front, they've got uh, Devante Rodney, who's an absolute unit. He scored 11 <laughs> last season. Young player, will only get better. He'll be partnered by uh, James Wilson, who was a player tip for very big things before. Again, the Man United James Wilson. Yeah, we had him at Brighton as well. And, he, he, he scored an unbelievable goal for us, but he just didn't do much. Like, scored a few goals, but just wasn't promising. He's been to Aberdeen, I think, school. Yeah. Hasn't kicked on, but I think. Ipswich last season, so. I think. Was it Ipswich last season? I think so, yeah. Right. Yeah. But so yeah. He's been around, and like I say, he's one of them players you thought, well, he's going to. When, when, every time a player like that ends up at a club, no disrespect to like a Wigan or an Ipswich or a now. Um, yeah, in this case at Port Vale, you think, wow, that's a signing because you remember him like being that next big thing, and you think, well, now's the time he's going to have to pull it out again. Another player, I'm not sure how old he is, but he's probably must be in his late twenties now. Think, yeah. yeah, so um, yeah, now now or never really for him. So um, yeah, got it. Got, obviously, got it in his locker somewhere. Can he yeah. just find someone to bring the best out of him? Seventeen point zero for Port Vale to win the title, four point five for promotion, and fifteen point zero for relegation. A very strange 
um, odds. So obviously, these are the best odds available. So some some bookies will have have everything you know priced up differently. But you know, a bookie best odds for for um, to win the title is seventeen, but you can get as low as fifteen for them being relegated. So they must think yeah. bookies must think they're going to be mid table then. Yeah, interesting, interesting. To see how it goes. Who you got just missing out? Exeter City. Oh, the perennials. Yeah. Poor Exeter. Again. <laughs> yeah. Well, they yeah. might prove you wrong. They might go go one or two it. better, but I we'll really see. Yeah. But yeah, it's sort of big season for Taylor here. Like they missed out on playoffs last year. They got sixteen draws. Sort of <laughs> being a bit of upheaval this summer. They got rid of Taylor, McCardell, Bowman, and key man uh, Randall Williams. But as you know, Exeter have got really good recruitment so yeah it still looks strong they brought a Nombe from uh, MK Dons who's looked good pre-season him Randall up front together is very promising got in Callum Rose the young fullback from Villa I remember him posting Salah in, in the EFL Cup game so he's <laughs> obviously got something about him and they've got uh, Josh Key at fullback who um been linked with Sunderland but I think they've announced they're keeping him signed and they've, yeah, they signed Ray, Dieng and Atanga. They all bring experience to their youthful teams. Taylor will probably play 3-5-2 with Randall and Number at front. They've got uh, academy graduates, Matt Jay and Collins in midfield, and they can get goals midfield. They've yeah. got goals all over the team, youth. Good, yeah, good experience when needed. So I think they're going to be well up there. Yeah, I think there there are a few people's favourites. I've seen their name being bandied around as, as being promoted. They generally are up there. So I think you, you can probably safely say that they will be somewhere within that top seven um, playoffs. As you say, I think they're, they're overdue a little bit of luck and, uh, and, and get probably up automatically to save them the, the heartache of another another close miss. But um, as you say, they've got a lot of potential there and a lot of, lot of again, a lot on paper that looks right. So um, a decent amount of solidity and a not, not a consistency there. So uh, uh, 15.0 for the title, 4.35 for promotion and 21.0 to be relegated, which we don't think is going to happen. But talking of promotion, who have we got in the top three? Another team, everyone always fancies every year. They never do it, sort of. Well, never do it, but they haven't done it yet in big two. But obviously, they've done it in the past. They've put loads of promotions. But, yeah. I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the class of 92. Yeah, but not very classy with the manager. <laughs> but they've sacked them after a few weeks. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it is the uh, proverbial hot seat, for sure. Yeah, but like it's not like... Normally, when you get rid of a manager, you normally, if you've got a project, like Exeter, they appoint managers in the same mould as the previous ones. Yeah. They've just gone, they've gone from, they'd, uh, Alexander, who loves like, direct football. Yeah. Got rid of him, appointed Richie Wellens, who's known for his possession football. And now they've got Gary Bowyer, who's just a cautious manager. Like they, There's no consistency with the managers. Yeah. And that's probably their reason they never get promoted. Like they've got a very good team. Even though they've lost their uh, Ladkey and goal. Who? I'd <laughs> check that one. Uh, but Tom King's a very good replacement for him. Yes. That's a lot and a lot easier to say, let's face a it. A lot easier to say. Exactly. <laughs> uh, at wing back they've got Toure and Shepherd, who are just very good wing backs uh, in this league. Matthew yeah. Lund has arrived from Rochdale, box to box field who can score. And up front they've got McClenny and Henderson who both 
green goals, yeah. So Yeah, and McKelleny was, so was on good. fire at Oldham last season, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, and so was Henderson at Salford, so... Yeah, yes, he was. Goals, yeah. Good upbringing at Henderson, that's where he had. But, um, yeah, yeah a lot, he, he was there when I was there as well. So, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah how he's, he's, he's still going. So, um, something in the water down there, I tell you. Some players that don't get Jamie Curtin in as well. But uh, oh, yeah, that's another story. <laughs> he's still playing. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know where he is now. He's, I think he's 50 now, silly. but anyway, no. Um, you're right, and I think there's nothing more frustrating. I think as a, as a as a fan of a club or on the outside looking in, you think, and you you probably would expect better from the people that are running that club that there doesn't seem to be a consistent plan. You're right. You've got Graham Alexander to Richie Wellens to to Gary Bowyer, and and it's like, well, what are we trying to achieve here? Are we trying to find a winning formula, or do we have a winning formula in mind, and we have, therefore we need to find the right right you know players and, and manager and set up for it? But um, it's, it does seem a little bit kind of haphazard, um, which has probably been the way of that form over the, the last couple of seasons. But you've got them third this season, so you've got them going up. Yeah. And they are the favourites for the title at 7.5. So, not <laughs> again, we're showing there that most time favourites are going to be a lot shorter than that. 7 to 5, um, 7.5, sorry, is um, you know a fairly big price for a, a favourite. Um, they're 2.75 favourites for promotion and are obviously the rank outsiders of at 36 to be relegated. Yeah, but. Reason, yeah, so they are the favourites, but you've got a couple of sides finishing above them. Who have you got as runners-up? Oh, by the way, by the way, I had Salford in third as well, so we, we agree. We'll get relegated now. <laughs> well, let's cover it. There's 36.0, we'll get on it. <laughs> Who you got second? Bradford. Bradford? Yeah. Very nice. Very nice indeed. The man. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Midas touch. Yeah, he performed miracles with Morecambe yeah. last year, which is the reason for the Stingers now. But <laughs> we can blame him. We blame him there, but he's got promoted to Plymouth before Ross County. Yeah, we come in when Truman Sellers came in. Bradford were in a bit of a rut. They came in, new manager bounce. They were lying. They sort of just hit a brick wall, became predictable. Only finished fifteenth, but kept them up. But Adams, Adams will come in. He's He's released a host of players. The only surprising one being Wood, who's gone to Leighton Orient. But yeah, his football's not the prettiest, but it's effective, as shown last year. Yeah. And he brought Yeah, in... absolutely. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he brought in Jan Songo. I think that's how you pronounce it. From Morecambe, who I think is the best defensive midfielder in the league. Got Elliot Watt in front of him, Cook, Energy. And they've got Andy Cook up front as well, who's... who I'm, I'm backing personally for top goal scorer. But returns okay. after a good loan spell, hold up play, goals. He's got Isaac Gilliard running off him. So, yeah, all of that seems like a recipe for promotion. Yeah, I think, again, a, a club that's a big club, certainly at this level, and, and have underperformed and have been been like frustrating. Is that a seagull I hear in the background? Yeah, by the beach, yeah. <laughs> of course it is. Um, so, uh, yeah. I think Bradford have got everything, everything there for um, a, cha- a title challenge, and and I have actually got them as as the winners. I've got them first, 
Leighton Orient second and Salford third. So um, 13.0 for Bradford to win the title, 4.0 to get promoted, which I think is a nice price in itself, uh, and 26.0. We won't worry about that. They ain't getting relegated. So um, it's famous last words. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm well on the Bradford train. Choo, choo. But they're not who you think are going to win. Uh, who I think are going to win. Who have you got? as the title winners of League Two. Team everybody loves to hate, Forest Green. The vegans, we're on about. <laughs> I know, just, they get unnecessary, yeah, they get it, but... Yeah, no, they, they, they're not well thought of, but, no, but you think highly of them because you've got them finishing first. Yeah, I just can't pick any faults in their team. Well, they've got Edwards in, 38, he's, he's 38, 38 years old, coach, he's coached multiple England youth teams, done very well under 23s at Wolves. He's very exciting yeah. philosophy. As obviously working with young players, he's got developed young players as he did it. And that's perfect for Forest Green. Yeah. He favoured the five at the back, which is what they ended up playing last year. So they've got more Taylor, Bernardo, and Godwin Malik at centre back. And then wing backs got Kane Wilson, who's just rapid. And they've got Cadden at left back, who's unbelievable at this, in this league. Yeah. From left back. And then my favourite League Two signing of the summer, Regan Henry. They got him in midfield. He's just ridiculous on the ball. He's passing. He's, yeah, he's, oh, it's so good. Like he's just he can drop deep, get the ball. Rejected uh, Hibson Hearts, I think, to join Forest Green as well. So big, big signing for Absolutely, absolutely and right. Yeah, they got Adams, Whitehouse, Stevenson, Diallo, Edwards. All can play with him. So very well stacked in the area. Then up front they got Jamil Matt, who can score goals at this level, and then. Mm-hmm. Probably Max Stevens, who I've had a cheeky, cheeky top goal scorer bet on him at 150 to one each way. Wow, it's a huge price! And and like I said, Jamil Matt was was again another another very impressive performer last season. So if he can kick on from that, um, Forest Green again another side that've been up there or thereabouts over the last couple of years um, can absolutely completely see them uh, yeah making it making it up this time around. Odds, good odds, mate. Winner, 17.0. <laughs> no? Not like that? No, I'm definitely, yeah, I'm definitely going to go that. <laughs> good, I thought you might like it. And 4.33 to be promoted, 19.0 for relegation. But um, like I said, we're not interested in that. So not at all. But love that. Brilliant. So there we go. 24 to 1, 1 to 24, League 2, boxed off. Recap. Matthew has got Hartlepool finishing bottom. Sorry, Jeff. 23rd place, Swindon. They're the relegated sides. Newport, Mansfield, Port Vale and Exeter in the playoffs with a top three of Salford, Bradford and the title going to Forest Green. Mate, absolutely brilliant. Thanks so much. Love that. Really good. Fantastic detail. And uh, for those of you that are listening to and haven't read or heard from Matthew before, that shows you exactly what he brings to the table Real brilliant in-depth knowledge there, and of all the clubs in League Two, and um, and pop that one to twenty-four together very nicely. So we'll look forward to seeing that unfold over the coming weeks and months, mate. Thank you very much for joining me. All right, thank you very much for having me. It's been, it's been fun. Absolutely, tell you, tell you what, shall we do it all again tomorrow? Yeah, League same One, time. <laughs> same, time. same time, same place. Absolutely love it, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll obviously be back and look out. For our next edition, which will be 1 to 24 in League One. But for now, it's righty signing out. And Matthew, see you later. See ya.